I don't think Britain has got very much to learn from Europe about human rights. All humans should be treated the same. Do we always trust our governments? The Strasbourg European Court of Human Rights has been really effective in bringing some old rules of British law really up to speed with modern trends. I think it could be a worrying trend of losing power over law to unelected judges in Strasbourg. Parliament is the only organisation, only organisation within the British Constitution that can set, can make laws and can set aside laws. Parliament is supreme. British courts will make those decisions. I'm very uncomfortable with the life that David's taking, sort of the little Englander that we've nothing. Well, it's we, Great Britain, actually, but the, you know, the little the little I, Great Britain has less of a ring to it. I'm British. Now. Separate point, separate point, because we have these two Europes. The European Union is about initially the common market, free trade, and it grew and grew and grew and grew. Earlier, we had another idea, developed by the uh, British to a large extent, the Conservative parties, Winston Churchill very involved, but Labour as well, signing up to it. The European Convention on Human Rights, 1950, came into force in 1953, and gradually, over time, two things have happened. One is, loads of countries have joined, far more, than the European Union. Russia's in this thing, Turkey's in this thing, a whole bunch of Central and Eastern European countries are in this thing. And secondly, they all allow people to take cases to the European Court of Human Rights. So it's been an astonishing success from their point of view. In the United Kingdom, when we draft this constitution, we have to ask a second Europe question. At the moment, the decisions of the European Court of Human Rights are not automatically law. They're not automatically law here. They're not like the European Court of Justice ones. But we have a duty as a country to pass laws to bring them into effect. So it's a little bit like a boss outside the jurisdiction telling people what to do but not doing it. How many of us maybe start in the Labour Party? Let's hear from you initially, David, on it. You feel very presumably well disposed to human rights and would keep them in any constitution. Yes, I think, I think you're right. I think Labour's got a, a, a proud record on Human Rights, particularly Human Rights Act, um, and I think that's something we want to, we want to, to continue, that uh, everybody has to have some form of redress against, uh, against over, overwhelmingly powerful governments. Mm -hmm. If we pulled out of it, we'd be, we'd be saying that uh, we don't believe in, in, the, in the, the, the Convention, as you say, it was post-Second World War, uh, thing to, to, to try and address some of the, prevent some of the evils that we saw un, 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 under fascism and, and Nazism. So it's a bit like the discussion about the European Union. There are some judgments you might not like, but it's more important to belong than not to belong. I mean, would that be more or less the sort of Labour position? Think, I think that, I think and what about, what about the Greens? What I about the Greens? What is the, you all want to jump in on this. <laughs> well, I mean, the Greens are enthusiastic about human rights. Human rights, they're not rights of the animals or planet or anything. No, human one rights. One of the questions we have to ask ourselves is, do we always trust our governments to get it right? And I think the answer is, at least not always. And that's, that's, a, that's um, one way you yeah. could put it. You could put it even more strongly. Yeah. Um, yeah. One of the issues is that um, without the European um, Court of Human Rights and the Convention of Human Rights, we would have no redress at all. Um, and unless you have some form of redress, you, you have an accident waiting to happen. Big, you have conflict, big claim. You have conflict waiting to happen. Big claim for this European thing. Big claim, stop conflict. Kat, are you with 
And Tony, on that? Abs or absolutely, and I think your points are really valid. I would like that extended and also included in our written constitution, and I think that's very, very important. But then important. you'd abolish politics. It's not worth running for parliament because everything is in the constitution. The right to health care, the right to a clean environment. A right doesn't say, that does not exactly say how that is. So we need politicians to discuss and negotiate and apply these things, but the right should be written down because I think those are very essential right. and necessary. Right. Okay, David, I mean, you know, I hate to do this to you, but I you, know. you, these, these, these guys are all in favour of what your party says it doesn't want. What's your position on it? Let's have a look at something which is really pertinent to me, the military covenant which used to be an unwritten what is agreement. What, is what do you mean military covenant? Military covenant, unwritten agreement between the state and the soldier for your endless selfless commitment, we'll look after you in times of trouble, i.e. your widows right. or if you're seriously injured. This government sought to write it and since then have hijacked it to support their failing reserves policy. There's a real danger when you do these sort of things that people, A, they're not written for the times, you know, and they have no foresight of what's going to happen in the future. And, of course, people hijack the bloody things for their own personal aims. Right, right. You we can change constitutions. You know. Matthew. I was just going to follow up specifically on the American constitution Good. point. I mean, Jefferson himself argued that constitutions should be changed from time to time. Every couple of generations, you need new decisions to be made on your constitutional setup. Um, and so I believe you could include that some way within a written constitution, yeah. that some kind of sunset clause style thing. One of the big things we're going to have to do is work out when you can and when you Absolutely. cannot amend this thing. Yeah. That's going to be a big but part of the But perhaps also an idea that after a certain amount of time, you have to have a constitutional convention to basically rewrite the whole thing. The European Court of Human Rights decides prisoners should have the right to vote. Now, I personally believe in that. I think they perhaps should even have three votes because they have nothing else to do and they are very, very... <laughs> They're very, very vulnerable, but I'm an extremist. I think 12-year-olds should have the right to vote. So let's discount me as mad, right? Most people in Britain seem to think prison shouldn't have the right to vote. That's one. It's caused mayhem. There's real anger about it. Second one, Britain goes into Iraq. Britain goes in somewhere else. Two things have happened. Their own people die. Maybe it's of dehydration. Maybe it's of bullying. And people they meet get shot by them. The European Convention on Human Rights reaches into foreign lands and controls British action abroad. Those two, I'm putting you on the spot a bit, <laughs> but those two, are you willing to take those on the chin? Do you think they're right, as I do, or do you think that's an example of misuse? Um, in, in terms of the prisoner vote, it's not saying all prisoners have to have the vote, only the fact that it is a blanket ban on prisoners having the vote is, the, is against the ruling. Yeah, that's right. That's so exactly right. it could be, you know, that you only introduce votes for those who are on very short-term custodial sentences. On the forces abroad? I think, yes, obviously it does cause problems, but at the same time, I think it adds safeguards and accountability, and it's necessary. Um, one, it, of your, one of and your Lib Dem heroes, Paddy Ashton, he may not, may not be here of yours, he said after one of these judgments, this makes war impossible, he said. And I think, great! Yes. <laughs> but, 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 and and, and, and Councillor David thinks great too. But, but do you know the point I'm making, in a way? The legalisation, you put it very well, yeah. the legalisation. But I, I, at the same time, I know Pali Ashdown would, would never argue that war is always wrong. I do think I, you sometimes, to stand up for important things, war is inevitable when you're dealing with people doing terrible things in the world. Michael, why, where are you on all this stuff? Oh, I'm going to do something very, very controversial and agree with David, actually. Which David? <laughs> Councillor David or...? And, and, and David Hollis. David um, Hollis from UKIP. You're, yeah, you're making see, strides too. Mike Squared, he's a good man. Go on. <laughs> yeah, one of the points that David raised, I think, was, was quite prescient in talking about our constitutional makeup. Um, in Britain, we have 
what many call an, an unwritten constitution, but I prefer to call an uncodified constitution. And we have loads of constitutional rules, but yeah. they're not all and in And some one of them are written down, some not, yeah. which is my cheap jibe about yeah, yeah. Magna Carta. I know. Yeah. yeah, and in that sense, I think that really reflects a tradition where the judges are the people who interpret the existing rules in all the little pockets that they are to make rights more effective. And I think I'll then disagree with David in saying that the Human Rights Act and the case law from the Strasbourg European Court of Human Rights has been really effective in bringing some old rules of British law really up to speed with modern trends. I know David wants to respond. Other, other, I mean, you're a businessman. You said you're a businessman. When you think about this human rights thing, do you think bureaucracy gone mad, political correctness, I can do nothing in my business? Or do you think this is ethical and are you cool and relaxed about it? Um, the latter. I am cool and relaxed about it. I believe that um, we all have those rights and the best way to represent them is through constitutional change and yeah. we're looking at doing that yeah. yeah so you don't pay a price i mean these are things we ought to have yeah david we've kept it back from you a bill of rights the ukip answer is yes to that but no to the yeah, european I mean, bit let's get this you know this is the same sort of arguments we've talked about europe and you know by being anti-europe and you know suddenly we're not going to trade with them the point is that parliament is no longer sovereign in order to make that decision. I don't think Britain has got very much to learn from Europe about human rights. Um, so, uh, you And know, you'd be happy then if we had a Human Rights Act which was called the Bill of Rights Bill for Bill of Rights Act. for UK, well, I don't have a problem with that, uh, writing it you wouldn't down. mind the British judges saying to the Farage government, you can't do that, Correct. you can't do this, you can't Absolutely. do that. Absolutely. Just as long as they're British and not foreign. Everybody is subject to the law. Parliament is the only organisation, only organisation within, within the constitution, um, that's called the British constitution, that can, set, can make laws and can set aside laws. Parliament is supreme, nobody's above the law, the judges, British courts, will make those decisions. Oh, right. The right. thing is... Um, uh, Antonio. Uh, and then you're a my swing board. I'm going to ask you what you think. A Bill of Citizens' Rights is something that the Green Party support. One of the things that isn't really being talked about is that a human rights, universal human rights, protect people that have migrated. They protect um, asylum seekers. They um, protect um, internally displaced people. Within it, we are held accountable, our governments are held accountable, our best practice can inform others and vice versa. Where are you on this European human rights thing? Are you content to have European human rights in the constitution or would you like them out? All humans should be treated the same um, to that respect. Yeah. Um, Including an asylum seeker who's about to be kicked out of the country who says, no, I'll be tortured at home. That human, the same treatment as though it were David? I mean, I would say that we should be treated as any other human being, One, of course. Yeah. Um, countries differ um, to a lot of extents, even in Europe, so yeah. potentially I don't see why you couldn't have a um, European um, opinion and then um, different ones for each yeah. state. But for each state, each state. Yeah. You wanted to come in on this. Yes. I'm what are you on this question? I'm in favour of David in this David in from the UKIP party. Yes. Yes. I think from a country's point of view, an individual country's point of view, the fact that it's supremacy or at least it's power to judge how they should treat the human rights area of their own territory, I think it should be given, uh, the freedom should be given to that own country's parliament. To organize it for themselves. Yes. And now, that's in a way, that is, that is kind of the policy we'd have 
from UKIP, and that would suggest not having the European Convention in the Constitution, having one that is British. Yes. Uh, right? I would say, yes. Yeah. And I would say that we can, if someone wants to make a Bill of Rights of, European, of the UK itself, the European Convention of Human Rights could be used as a model. Yes, yeah. yes, okay, but by Britain. You wanted to come in, but let's, yeah, let's take you first and, and then tell us what you're, are you reacting to this? Yes, I was saying I do have quite a lot of sympathy with David's arguments about parliamentary sovereignty. I think it could be a worrying trend of losing power over law to unelected judges in Strasbourg. However, I do support it being in the Constitution. I think it is a basic freedoms and it's a fair and flexible framework. It's not being imposed, imposed upon us. Right, right, right. And when Thanks. we can have that flexibility, we yeah. can adapt it to our own law rather than just being a blanket enforcement. No. Yeah. The elements nice. can be Wait, in there. I, I want to hear from Councillor David. You had your hand up earlier on. Labour have sometimes been really anxious about a key point with the convention, which is you have to take everybody within the jurisdiction. Uh, asylum seekers, ter foreign terrorists and so on, alleged terrorists, I have to say, are you content that the human rights thing should reach those people as well as, in inverted commas, ordinary people? The red tops, the tabloids, they're, 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 they're all down on the, on the uh, Convention of Human Rights because of terrorism and, and, and things like that. But they're very difficult cases. And, and it's those very difficult cases where you do need to make sure that uh, uh, the, the people are protected. It's those cases, it's like our, our troops abroad, their behaviour in Iraq. It's those sort of things, which is difficult, but where we have to make sure, we have to be whiter than white and make sure that people are protected on, 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 on human rights. And one other point I was going to I'm, I'm, I'm very uncomfortable with the line, particularly that David's taking, sort of the little Englander, that we've nothing... No, it's we, Great Britain, actually, but... The, you know, the little, the little Great Britain has less of a ring to it. I'm British. But it, 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 it's very much sort of, uh, we can be best practice. We've nothing to learn from Johnny Foreigner, is the line they seem to be taking. Oh, where's, where's, the best bits. where's the European... Whereas the European Convention demonstrates that we have to learn from each other. I think, David, we need to hear from you. Uh, I think this one's a closer one than the European Union. How would you construct a Bill of Rights for Britain? Would there be a section marked British citizens, fab, British people hanging around but not unlawfully here, Europeans, Irish people and so on, okay, and then foreigners, very little? No. No, a British Bill of Rights is, it will be a British Bill of Rights which will apply to people, you know, within the country. The key difference is that it will be a British Bill of Rights. It will be, you know, part of the British Constitution which has Parliament, judges, people. People don't like the lawmakers and the laws that they're making. They vote them out and they put new people in who will bring a, law, a change to the law and then independent judiciary will go, we agree, you're, you're illegal, that's not happening, we are going to send Abu Hamza to um, America. Yeah, we're a suspected or terrorist guy. Yeah. You know, yeah. and for 10 years, well, we can't send him abroad because of, you know, EHCR, goes to America and he's in jail, right. so right. he should be. You have a question. I do. I mean, I, I'm not sure of the distinction uh, here that about, between the uh, European Union and the Convention. Who, who are the people who we could uh, amend 
the Bill of Rights, the, the, the European people, Convention. The, the, the European Convention is out there and we take it in. It's exactly what the Labour Party did in 1998 and we make it part of our constitution. Well, we can't amend it. And in 2010. And it's, it's amended by agreement. There are things called protocols and it's added to by all the countries agreeing it should be added to. We have been part of writing it and amending it. We always have. Because been earlier we said that we'd be happy to be part of Europe provided we had the ability ultimately to, uh, to opt out and amend rules basically. Can we do the same thing right. with the Bill At of the moment, the European Convention on Human Rights is agreed. And then you add bits. Who adds bits? All the countries work together to agree the extra bits. But, but to answer the question, you can't pick and choose it. No, you work together again. Or not. Should our constitution, because we're drafting it through the people, should it have this? Hands, you have to decide whether to go. We regard the European Convention on Human Rights as our Bill of Rights. Hands up. And you can vote for the other one too. Hands up. How many do we have? Are we quite a lot? I'm afraid you're on the wrong side of the table. It's just you. And uh, so there's three, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Who would not have that in the Constitution? Hands up. Not have it in the Constitution. You're just keeping your mouth shut. Yeah, but because the, the, the answer for me is you wouldn't have it. Let's we, take it. You wouldn't we have would it. Take would you not a have it? significant proportion of the HCR yeah, sure. and make it British. Yeah, that's fine. But that means you're, you're not having the European Convention simplicity. It's not called that. Yeah. Then it's you called British. Hand, then you put your hand up against. Yes. One, two, oh, well, three. Next one. Would you have a British Bill of Rights in the Constitution, drafted in the Constitutional Convention? Hands up, who would have that? Yeah, but because it would be the same. Who would not have that? Michael. If we were going to draft a Convention. So, <laughs> if we were going to draft a what emerges... What emerges is almost total unanimity on the importance of rights language. So we are only arguing about whether or not to have it in a European form or in a British form, and then we acknowledge that they are broadly the same. The majority here, it has to be said, would put the European Union in as a key part of the Constitution. There is quite a strong opinion which is in favour of rights. But there is a difference of opinion about who decides what rights. So do please keep involved, throw in your arguments, try and win the debate on the web as well as in the hall. Thank you very much indeed.